amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. This podcast is brought to you by Telegraph Local, telegraphlocal.com, the web's only real opinion-free breaking news platform. At Telegraph Local, our team reports and delivers real facts for real reporting. In this day and age, facts are extremely important. Facts matter. Real news matters. The only real place to find these facts is on telegraphlocal.com. So if you, like many, many, many others, are tired of the same misconstrued reality of the world and of the current aggressive political landscape, come on over to telegraphlocal.com. We'd love to have you. Read, comment, share. Telegraph Local, your opinion-free news headquarters. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another wonderful week. I just can't wait to see by the time we get to Friday what this week has thrown at us and what is in store for us for the next five long day. The good news is the weather's clearing up. It's beautiful outside. Summertime is upon us in a very short time. It'll be beach time and lake time and pond time and river time, and it's going to be great. Hopefully, hopefully things clear up. I'm not too sure about that these days, because i got to be honest with you. The world's a scary place right now. Very scary place. Imagine this. Imagine living in a world where reality just simply didn't matter, where truth did not matter where fact did not matter. Could you imagine that world? Close your eyes for a moment. Now open them. Congrats. This is now where we are at. How does it feel? How do you feel? Do you feel safe? Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel certain about the future? I bet you don't. I certainly don't. We no longer live in a world of reality. We live in a world that, at best, allows the freedom to interpret the understanding of reality. What is the problem with this? Seems harmless, right? Seems like it's free thought. And you would be absolutely right if you agreed. It is free thought. And all of us, because of where we are, we live, can turn free thought into action. The problem lies and when our free thought has been undermined by those who seek to control the perception of that free thought. Not for a healthy thought pattern or idea, but for the real goal of controlling your thoughts and your actions from those thoughts through manipulative ability. This is not about color, nuance, or humor. This is about real life. This is about next week, next month, and next year. We're going to get in 
to these stories here in a minute. We're going to talk about the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. We're going to talk about the Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin. Uh, we're going to go through exactly what Chaz is. We're also going to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. And we're going to talk a little bit about abortion as well. So we got kind of a heavy show. I know it. It is kind of heavy. I get it. Um, but I think these topics need to be discussed and shared um, to 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 help people understand the the sheer idiocracy of some of what's going on right now. It's it's the strangest time I've ever seen in my life, and I'm quite certain those listening to the show can well, they can probably understand that it's probably the strangest in their life as well. I don't know where this is going to go from here. Is this as bad as the '60s? Or the 30s, uh, or worse. Is this just a brief moment that we're living in that's going to pass and everything blows over? I, I think it is, uh, and I think it will blow over. It has to. It's not going to last forever. I guess my question is, when is it going to blow over? Because I, I think there's a lot of us that really want it to. So the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Any of you that watch any little bit of news knows about the new autonomous zone, the new country inside of a country called Chaz. CHAZ is the acronym for the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. It is such a real country, real country. And you know why it's a real country? Because they put up a wall. Yes. Yes, they did. You heard me. CHAZ officially has a wall to protect its borders. Crazy, isn't it? How did it make this wall? It has stolen the barricades that were being stored at the police department. The same police department that lies in that six blocks that they decided to take over for the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Now I think it's called something else, CHOP. I think they changed the name of their new country today called CHOP. Um, and I don't know what the acronym for that stands for. because I have yet to have the opportunity to look at it because everything's been evolving so fast. So Chaz has now barricaded, um, taking the barricades from the police departments, and they've set up a six-block autonomous zone. That's their own country, and they don't plan on leaving. They don't plan on leaving at all. They're happy there. This reminds me kind of, um, if you guys remember about 10 years ago, the Occupy Wall Street movement, but I think this is different, and we're going to get into why it's different here in a second, but I don't think this is the Occupy Wall Street movement all over again. I think this is a, this is more, uh, something like a, like a, a flu, right? You, know, you get a flu shot one year, but that same flu shot doesn't protect you the following year. I don't know. It's crazy. All six blocks of this new country is well, protected by their borders. In fact, Chaz even has armed guards. That's right. Yes. They even use guns to protect their borders. Guns to protect their borders and their walls from outsiders coming in. Doesn't this seem – I mean, how dare the U.S. do the same, right? How dare the U.S. have walls, borders, and guns? I just, I just want to point the irony out to this, this story and, and how you can't help but laugh and shake your head at how just ridiculous this has become. No police are allowed, in fact, but from what I do hear as news reports as of yesterday, there have been some police that have gotten there. I know that they have emptied out their, their precinct. They've gotten all the, all the evidence and all that stuff out and guns and whatever was stored in there. And this is just a substation. This isn't exactly the, the main precinct downtown. But, hey, who knows, right? That might be next. I mean, what's going to keep Chaz from expanding his borders, right? It's got the six blocks. Now it feels empowered. Right? So now it's going to get more. It'll be ten blocks. Chaz does, in fact, have a tolerance for discrimination as well. According to Chaz, this is acceptable social behavior. 
They don't allow police in. I guess I guess what I'm getting at is how can we look at the time that we're in right now and look at what's going on in Seattle and not think that this is going to morph into other cities and towns? Now, there was – I think Nashville, they attempted to do it in Nashville, and Nashville shot that down real quick, and that's good. But it seems to me, just like with the, the looting and rioters, once they looted and rioted Minneapolis, they realized they could get away with it, that it would be, it would be tolerated. You know, it's acceptable social behavior to loot and to rob. And then it spread into other cities. Look at it now, New York, Boston, um, Richmond, Virginia, um, Washington, D.C. You know, they, they got away with it, so now they're doing more. So what's to keep Chaz from spreading out to getting bigger borders? But have no fear. Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin is on the case. Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin has defended their actions as lawful and an act of, and I quote, patriotism, unquote, patriotism. This is patriotism, everyone. She goes on to say, and I quote, it's not an armed takeover. It's not a military junta. We will make sure that we will restore this, but we have bought parties and the like in this part of Seattle all the time. There's no threat right now to the public, said Mayor Durkin on June 11th. Now, no threat to the public. So you have armed people who have blocked off six blocks of downtown Seattle, including a police department that is in the six-block radius. So my, I guess my question is, what about the businesses there? What about the people who live in that neighborhood? They are now pretty much under armed assault, armed an armed takeover. I mean, Chaz literally took over six blocks of their city, their neighborhood, and have guns. To me, that sounds like an armed takeover, but hey, what do I know, right? I'm just a, I'm just a, an average, everyday citizen in the country, and I have been for nearly 42 years now. But what, what does that make me, right? I, I don't think I get to speak up on that. Chaz, Chaz even has a list of things it needs. So you can even support Chaz if you like. You can mail stuff to them. You mail it to the police precinct that they took over. You can find that address readily online. But it also took out a piece of cardboard and posted what it needs. It also posted demands. But let's start with the needs first. As obviously no one in Chaz has an actual W-2 job, because if they did, that is where they certainly would be this week and last week would be at, at work, right? That's what most of us do. We go to work during the weekday. Um, but apparently this block with thousands and thousands and thousands of, of young adults um, don't have jobs. I guess now this is their new job. So anyway, they need things. And so this is what they need. They need camping flies. Lot Gatorade, okay, apparently it's Gatorade, a, a big thing there. Name brand, don't bring this that crappy, that shitty store-bought stuff. No, store brand, fake Gatorade, they don't want that. They want real Gatorade. Tons of cigarettes, they got to be able to smoke and drink Gatorade. Hot coffee, God, sounds to me like it's like a AA meeting, actually, in a way. Uh, soda, they got to have that sugar rush going on there. Got to get that sugar. You know, they got to stay alert. They got to keep their finger on those, those assault rifles that they have walking the streets of Seattle. Uh, I don't even mean to laugh, but you can't make this shit up. They need pet supplies because apparently they have pets. Got to feed their dogs. I guess their dogs can't drink Gatorade and smoke cigarettes. Uh, they need napkins too, obviously napkins. You know, and hairbrushes. Now, the city of Seattle has also taken in uh, porta johns for them, so they don't need any type of, uh, of, uh, of toiletries. They've got that taken care of. Now, I'm not sure where they're taking baths at. That's, that's got to be uh, – I'm really curious about that. I, mean, I guess they, well, they, well, they have the police department. Maybe they're going inside the police department and taking baths. Chaz has demands too, and let's talk about those demands for a moment. Aside from the abolition of defunding the police, 
Other demands associated with the zone include, A, rent control. So we need rent control now, right? Which, by the way, rent control is, is in a lot of cities already. But anyway, you know, tomato, tomato on that. The reversal of gentrification. So now they want to segregate themselves. They've already segregated themselves into a, into a six-block radius of Seattle, but now they want to reverse gentrification. So these neighborhoods that get gentrified and become safer and, and uh, housing values go up, they don't want that anymore. Can't have that. Can't have gentrification. God forbid white people move back into a damn city. Uh, a federal invas- investigation into police brutality, which I agree with that. Funding of community health, and I'm not totally against that either. Um, I, I guess my big question is just like you know, with um, universal health care, where the money's coming from. Reforms to education with an increased focus on black and Native American history. I'm glad they pulled in Native American history because I, I, your host, happen to be Native American. Well, about 40% Native American, so I am all for Chaz now at this point. Free college. Don't forget the free college thing. This is, this, is, this is going hard. The relocation of funds from the Seattle Police Department to socialize health and medicine and free public housing. Um, so public housing, for the most part, in a lot of cities, is pretty close to free, if not free already. That's why it's called public housing. It's either reduced or free rent. So they already have free housing. So let's check this off as we're going, right? So free housing is already there. So we can mark that one off, but they probably don't know that. Um, department, Seattle Police Department, did socialized health and medicine. Okay, so that is something that's a big topic right now in the world. Um, free college, which, you know, I'm not totally against free college. If it was, let's put, like, you know, we go to community college, right? We don't have the major university, but we have the community college. I'm not against free college at all. Uh, I think all universities of, of, uh, of higher education should be free. I mean, let's look at some of the endowments some of these colleges have, right? I mean, Harvard's got billions and billions in endowments. So do all these other colleges. Most, most private colleges and public colleges have endowments. That's how they operate. They get money from the state and from the federal government, and they get tuition. But most of these colleges have fat, very fat endowments that they just kind of roll in. It's almost like like uh, like Scrooge McDuck, right? You know, if you remember Ducktales growing up, Ducktales when he would jump the cartoon, when he would jump off the balcony, he would go into the big pile of coins. Every single public and private college has that big vat of coins that they probably jump in and run around naked in and probably rub it all over the desk and stuff too. But that being said. Um, increased focus on black and Native American history. I think that is awesome. I think all history, really. I think it shouldn't be. I think it should be combined histories of of the entire country, not just black and Native American, but all of it. So let's include everybody. How about that? Let's call. We'll be inclusive. The United States will be inclusive. I, I'm pretty sure we already are because if you look at the country, there's there's a lot of inclusion in this country. But hey, let's look. We all have problems. The United States is not a perfect country, and, I, and I'm not going to fool you. And I don't think you you think that either. I do think we're the greatest country in the world for obvious reasons, but I don't think we're perfect. I think we have mistakes. We make mistakes, and I think there are things we can do to get better. <clears throat> um, then rent control is already available in most major cities. Um, reversal of gentrification, I, I don't know what to even – I don't even know how to get to that one. Uh, a federal investigation of the police brutality, I definitely agree with that. Funding of community health – this is another question too. All these city, local, and state governments, they get money. They get money for a lot of this stuff. They get money for community health. But where's it going? If they don't have – I mean, you know, these countries, these cities, these towns and cities have been run – almost every major city in the country, the vast majority of them, are run by Democratic mayors and governors. So my question is – I'm going to go back to this, which I brought up on the show before. Where's the money going? 
the social programs have already been funded. There's money for social programs without having to take it from police departments. And to be honest with you, how much social funding do you think you can have by taking money from the police departments? There, there's only so much money to take. There's only so much to go around. So you either raise tax, taxes or you steal it from somewhere else. You know, you take it from funding police departments, which, which by the way, is, is crazy. Defunding the police department is the nuttiest thing I've ever heard in my life. And, and AOC and, and several other people want to do this. I mean, uh, Indianapolis, the, the, the board there has already voted to defund the whole entire police department. So I think that's what we should do. I think we should use uh, Minneapolis as a as a as a jump off point to defunding the police, and let's just see how it goes. See how long Minneapolis stays uh, crime free. Uh, you know, use them. Say, okay, Minneapolis, you know what? Take it. Take your police away, and let's see what happens. See how many people stay. See what happens to crime. See what happens to businesses. I guarantee you, in six months, that, that city would fall apart. Probably less than that. Guys, we got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back, and we're going to be talking about uh, Black Lives Matter, and we're also going to go into um, abortion, and, and I don't, I'm not going to nail abortion. I'm not here to, to, to go crazy into abortion, but I think there's a couple things we need to kind of talk about. So um, we're going to head to a quick commercial break. We will be back shortly. Thanks again for listening to Unredacted, telegraphlocal.com's new political talk show. This podcast is brought to you by Telegraph Local, telegraphlocal.com, the web's only real opinion-free breaking news platform. At Telegraph Local, our team reports and delivers real facts, for real reporting. In this day and age, facts are extremely important. Facts matter. Real news matters. The only real place to find these facts is on telegraphlocal.com. So if you, like many, many, many others, are tired of the same misconstrued reality of the world and of the current aggressive political landscape, come on over to telegraphlocal.com. We'd love to have you. Read, comment, share. Telegraph Local, your opinion-free news headquarters. information, and then we talk about it. But I guess, you know, before we were talking about Chaz before, so Chaz kind of grew out of the whole, the protest, right, over the George Floyd death, which was a horrible thing, and, and the people who did that are being held accountable currently, and they will be held accountable for a lot of years, uh, probably for the rest of their lives, if they ever even get out of prison. But, so, Chaz is, is something, right, if you look at the pictures from, from Chaz, and you look at their, their new country, the Chaz country, the country of Chaz, um, you'll see Black Lives Matter and things like that painted on the streets and on the sidewalks and on the side of the building and so on and so forth. But what we've got here is something that this isn't about Black Lives Matter. I think I think <clears throat> Chaz used the the shooting, the horrendous murder of George Floyd in order to start doing a whole bunch of other stuff, right? So their demands that they have are not really about Black Lives Matter. Um Reversal of federal investigation of police protection. I mean, these are all several. I, I gotta admit, several of their demands aren't out of control. I mean, rent control and, and 
reversal of gentrification is just retarded because that's you know we all have a right to live anywhere we, we want to live. But um, free college, um, re- reallocation of fund, reallocation of funds from the Seattle Police Department, Socialized Health and Medicine. I guess my question is: Is this only going to be for for African Americans, or do Asians, Hispanics, and white people get this stuff too? Is this just just for the 15 percent? Um, population of African Americans that live in the United States. So, that I guess that's my question to BLM: Is is it, is it just for so the free college and um, funding of community health? So, is this just going to be for African Americans? So, I, I think BLM should really kind of focus on that and tell me what that you know if that's the case or not. But if this was really about Black Lives Matter, why are they attacking and killing black police officers? Is it just because they're cops? We hate all cops. You know, there was a there was a, a tweet a couple of days ago that BLM put out and it said, make no mistake, the Black Lives, Lives Matter meant defunding the police. And this is on their public Twitter. You can read it yourself. But how is defunding the police helping black lives? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But why are the protesters in Seattle's less demands for the Black Lives Matter movement? What I'm getting at. Is how come this isn't about all? But what, which which Black Lives does, does BLM support? I, I don't. I'm trying to figure this out because if BLM supported all Black Lives Matter or all Black Lives, then killing Black cops would matter, right? Uh, killing what 70 over 70 percent of African American deaths are at the hands of other African Americans. Why why isn't that a big thing with BLM? Because those are Black Lives. They matter, right? Why isn't BLM drawing attention to gang violence or black-on-black crime, which happens to be over 70% of black homicides in the United States? I mean, why aren't they? I mean, why are people asking these questions to BLM, I guess is what I'm getting at. How come BLM isn't doing a better idea, a better – a better? Um, how come they're not explaining exactly why they're not doing these things? Maybe because – I don't know. It's all political maybe, possibly? Why isn't BLM addressing the reality that 474 abortions per 1,000 live births are from black mothers? The Black Lives Matter, does that 474 per 1,000 abortions of, of black children matter? I mean these, these are serious questions, and I think that they deserve serious answers. When does Black Lives Matter become all-inclusive to all black lives? Instead of picking and choosing or cherry-picking which black lives to defend and which black lives actually matter. So I think instead of black lives matter, it should be which black lives matter. That should be like the new movement slogan. 474 abortions per thousand live births are black mothers, which have the highest ratio of any group in the country, yet they only make up 14% of the childbearing population. I don't get why these lives are not important. Is it the argument because, well, uh, if they're not born yet, then they, uh, they're not really alive? Well, that's not true. Obviously, children have heartbeats very early in the, in the development stage, so we've proven, proven that to be crap. Um, so BLM's website, right? They have a website. You can go to it, blacklivesmatter.com. They post on there what, what, what matters, right? These just hashtag what matters 2020, and I guess what I just went over, none of that really matters. The only thing that really matters is, is reversing gentrification and uh, rent control um, and free college and free health care and public housing, which is already free for the most part anyway. But So I'm going to read you what they have on their website on this one page. 
because I think it's interesting. I think it serves a, a valid point today. BLM's hashtag What Matters 2020 is a campaign aimed to maximize the impact of the BLM movement by galvanizing BLM supporters and allies to the polls in the 2020 U.S. presidential election to build collective power and ensure candidates are held accountable for these issues that systematically and disproportionately impact black and underserved communities across the nation. This is my this is the thing. This is what's so frustrating. Is those the 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 ensure candidates are held accountable for issues that systematically and disproportionately impact blacks and underserved communities across the nation? Those communities are governed not by the president of the United States. They're governed by the mayors and the governors of the state. So why does the presidential election matter to this movement? Because if you wanted change, you would start by changing who you voted for in your local city governments and your towns and your states. You know, the governor is virtually a president of a state. And I've mentioned this before in other shows. Why aren't you going to him? Why don't you look at what political party he belongs to? Why don't you take into uh, um, factual reality that the vast majority of large cities in the country are run by all Democrats, all Democrat mayors, all Democrat governors? Why aren't you holding them accountable? Why aren't you asking these questions, these demands, and, and what your movement is? Um, why aren't you taking those questions to your mayor? I don't understand that because they're the ones that govern you. The president of the United States does not govern your local community. I mean, what, why aren't you going to Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin and saying, "Hey, what what the hell's going on? How come how come you you're the mayor here and you haven't done anything since you've been mayor, what, or the mayor before that, or the mayor before that, or the governor, or the governor before that, or the governor? Before, why aren't you going there? Is it? Is, I mean, if you wanted real change, what isn't that? Wouldn't that be like the, the place to go, right? I mean, Obama was president for eight years. I don't know what he did for the black community. I, I, I really don't because Chicago is just as bad, if not worse, as it was um, before the Obama administration. BLM's hashtag, hashtag What Matters 2020 will focus on issues concerning racial injustice, police brutality, criminal, injustice, criminal justice reform, black immigration, economic injustice, LGBTQIA+, and human rights, environmental injustice, access to health care, access to quality education, and voting rights and suppression. So, again, all of these, every single one of these is controlled by your local and state governments. Criminal justice reform can be done locally and in the states. The states have the right to pass their own laws. So again, why aren't you going to the horse? If it was really about all these things, that's what you'd be doing. So you know, clarification would be really freaking wonderful on that. This initiative will inspire and motivate people to ask themselves and their candidates, are you really addressing what matters in 2020? That's a great question. That's a great question to ask your local and state leaders because, again, they are the ones in control of how – of what happens in your local and state communities. And yet, you know, it, it's the definition of insanity. You keep electing the same people over and over again, expecting them to do something different. And it never happens. You're not going to get any real change until you commit to making real change. Making real change mean, means getting rid of the people in office that have been failing you for 50 or 60 years. 
I, I, look, I know it's, it's an unpopular way to think. I get that. I know people don't really want to hear that, and I get that. But that doesn't mean that it's not true. Why do people tiptoe around the truth and start a movement that's never going to get anywhere because it's not going to the people that you're not you're not taking the fight to the people that you need to take the fight to? It's all about a president, and a president has very little control over anything that happens in your local governments. That, my dear friends, is the mayor and the governor and the town councils and the city halls around the country. So the change that you want starts locally, and I guarantee if you did that, you'd get a lot faster response. You'd get better politicians. You would get people in office that actually gave a shit because no one in office right now apparently does, no matter what town I guess you're in. But you're talking about Philly and Boston, and you're talking about L.A., you're talking about Chicago, you're talking about San Francisco, all right? you're talking about Indian, uh, Minneapolis. All these towns are run by the local mayors and governors, which, by the way, are all Democrat. I, I just, I don't, it's just, it's the dumbest thing, the way this is being handled. If you want real change, go to the people that can make real change happen, or vote them the hell out of office. Get them out of there. They don't need to be there. If they're not doing their job, sayonara, kick rocks, later. You know, and you have these, these, these little things that pop up. This, this Chaz is, has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. Sorry. Now, they use that as a jumping off point as a way to, to fool and trick, which it is trickery. What they're doing is trickery. They've literally invaded a city, and the people that live there and pay the taxes and go to work there, they have no say-so over it because the, the local – Mayor and the governors that they also voted for aren't doing a damn thing to fix it. Nothing is fixing. Everything is broken in these towns. Everything. And it's not because of President Trump. In fact, the reality is with, with criminal justice reform, he did it. He overturned the 94 crime bill, which put hundreds of thousands of African Americans in jail for lengthy, lengthy sentences. He's the one that overturned that. And the Democratic nominee, Joe Biden, is the one that voted for that bill. In fact, did more than vote. He promoted and supported that bill everywhere. And 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 more, actually. And that's we talked about that on the other on this show a couple days ago. But you know, if you want real change, Black Lives Matter, why aren't you going to the people that create the real change? Why aren't you getting them the hell out of office? Or holding them accountable? This makes no sense. Guys, quick commercial break. We'll be back in a, in a minute or two to uh, we're gonna go into abortion. I found this great article online. I'm a cover, and um, it, it tells a lot, and I think it should open some eyes. Anyway, we'll be back shortly. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Telegraph Local, telegraphlocal.com, the web's only real opinion-free breaking news platform. At Telegraph Local, our team reports and delivers real facts for real reporting. In this day and age, facts are extremely important. Facts matter. Real news matters. The only real place to find these facts is on telegraphlocal.com. So if you, like many, many, many others, are tired of the same misconstrued reality of the world and of the current aggressive political landscape, come on over to telegraphlocal.com. We'd love to have you. Read, comment, share. Telegraph Local, your opinion-free news headquarters.
All right, guys, welcome back. Um, if you've been listening to the last half hour of the show, you know we talked about Chaz or Chop, I guess, whatever it's called now. I guess I'll have to update myself uh, on those uh, those very important updates after I get off this podcast today because apparently it's super, super, super important that we do so, and we, we call the new uh, Independent Republic what it is, not Chaz, but uh, Chop. So, yeah, anyway, uh, go back and listen to the beginning of the show if you haven't. We're going to talk about so – I, I, abortion – um, is here and it's real, and everyone has every female has a right to do it, right? We're, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pro-choice country now because of Roe versus Wade, which, by the way, was not overturned when President Trump got elected, like everybody said it was going to. You know, scare tactics. You know, rule by fear. Love it. But this, there was an article posted in the Arizona Capital Times um, a couple months ago, and this was it was a guest post. I don't know who wrote the actual post itself, but it was a really good article. Um, I got a lot out of it, and I wanted to kind of go over it with you briefly because it, it brings up some really good points um, in regards to black versus white or black versus any other uh, uh, color abortion um, because I do think I, – I, I agree with pro-choice, but I do think that um, people who choose to get abortions should – Know a little bit more about it. So this is what it, it, it talks about: it, it, abortion impacts African Americans at a higher rate than any other population group, and, and and most of us probably already know that. But it gets it gets good. The Center for Disease Controls and Prevention released an abortion surveillance report. According to that report, Black women make up 14 percent of the childbearing population, yet 36 percent of abortions were obtained by black women, a ratio of 474 abortions per 1,000 live births. Black women have the highest ratio of any group in the country. Why do you think that is? When you use those percentages, it indicates that of the over 44 million abortions since Roe versus Wade, that's right, 44 million abortions have been had since Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court ruling, uh, 19 million of those abortions were black children. African Americans under African American under 13 percent of the United States population. So you have a population with under 13 percent yet equate for pretty damn close to almost half of the abortions throughout the country annually. White women are five times less likely to have an abortion than black women. Perhaps it is of availability. A study by Protecting Black Lives, uh, which is actually uh, really good. I actually looked at Protecting Black Lives. I, I, I like them way better than Black Lives Matter. Uh, a study by Protecting Black Lives in 2012 found that 79 percent, 79 percent, that's a lot, 70, God, God, man, 79 percent of Planned Parenthood's surgical abortion facilities are located within walking distance of minority communities. So pretty much 80% of abortion clinics are located in the inner cities where the, it's predominantly African-American and predominantly lower class. In the past, we criticized tobacco. I mean, think about that. Let's, let, that let that shit sink in for a second. That's just kind of it's sad, really. It's very sad. But whatever, it is what it is, right? It's, it's, you know, it's, it's factual, and that's what it is. In the past... We criticized the tobacco industry for targeting young people with their advertisements because we know that tobacco is unhealthy. We know now tobacco kills. We've known that for a long time. Tobacco industry companies knew that 100 years ago. 
did so good at lobbying and hiding it. You know, and I'm a true believer. And you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day on the phone. And he said something to me that made a lot of sense. He said that he talked to one of his old or one of his family members, I believe, was a teacher. Anyway, she went. She taught at a predominantly um, upscale town, city, so she had a good pension. But she said something to him one time and years ago, and it was along the lines of, "The only color that matters in this world is green," meaning the only thing that really matters is money. And if you take that and you you apply it to what we're talking about now, it makes perfect rational sense, right? Um, less educated, um, less fortunate. Um, lower income people are more likely to be less educated on abortions. Recently, the nicotine vape industry has been criticized for similar practices uh, in regards to the tobacco industry for targeting young people with their advertisements. So the, the, the nicotine vape industry has also been targeted, right? Um, the prevalence of abortion providers in African-American and Hispanic neighborhoods indicates the abortion industry is targeting too. <laughs> so what this is, so abortion, you know, it's sad to look at, but think about the, the, the choice of word there. The abortion industry or the prison industry. These are industries that prey primarily upon African-Americans. I mean, and they are, they are industries. They make billions of years, billions of dollars a year. They're industries. And their primary customers are African-American. Look at the prison population. Look at the laws. Look at what the 94 crime bill did. The abortion industry is no different. There's a reason why abortion clinics are located in inner cities, 80% of them, within walking distance of minority areas. There's a reason for that. The tobacco company is an industry that kills. The vaping industry... Is allegedly better than cigarettes, and I, and I agree with that. I've done some research on that, and I'm not, you know, I'm not the 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 LL Cool J of smoking versus vape by far. But I read. I think reading is important. Um, I just don't look at headlines. And there is a good argument to the reality that vaping is healthier than smoking. It's a safer alternative alternative to tobacco. Now that being said, that doesn't mean that it's healthy, right? My frustration lies here. It, it, it's it's you know where is this in the BLM movement? Why aren't we working to educate young mothers, especially young African American mothers, um, about relationships, marriage, things like that? Right, the nuclear family. You know, maybe it's old fashioned, but the nuclear family holds a lot of relevance, and it it, it creates an environment where people choose better life partners. They choose better sexual partners. They're better educated on um, on how not to get pregnant, right? Birth control pills, birth control means. Um, it seems to me that what they should be pushing in the communities instead of abortion clinics or in a, in a, a whole abortion industry apparently is birth control, right? That way you can have a child when you're ready to, when you meet the right person. When you feel you're financially stable enough and you're emotionally ready enough to have kids, instead of making it so easy to abort, why don't we make it even easier to get birth control? I mean, it makes sense to me, right? But you can't do that because then what would the abortion industry do? They would lose billions 
And a lot of this, by the way, is paid for by taxpayer dollars. And I'm not knocking your right to have an abortion. I know that will probably be considered that I am, and I'm not. Everyone, you know, every female has a right to do that. It's been passed long time now. Long, long, long time it's, it's been passed. My frustration lies in why can't we make an industry out of birth control? Why can't the birth control industry be funded like the abortion industry is? It's just, it's just, it's just the whole thing. You know, you've got to be blind not to see the reality of the political involvement with abortion, with the BLM movement, things of that nature. And I'm not saying the Black Lives Matter movement is a bad thing by far. Um, I think there are things that happen to African Americans that is bad. Um, do I think that there's an onslaught of cops driving up and down the street? with their hand on their, on their pistol, just waiting to pass by someone black so they can shoot him? No. Obviously, the numbers don't add up. The, the numbers clearly don't say that. There were nine killings, police killings last year of African Americans. Well over 40 altogether. Only nine of them were African Americans, and I think seven of those were considered justified shootings. The other two, the cops were held accountable. They were arrested and put in jail. Um, several of them are they're awaiting trial now, or they've already been tried. So my question is, and again, I have to ask, if Black Lives Matters was truly about just black lives, then how come they're not about black police officers being shot and killed in the street? How come they're not about the, the thousands of aborted black children every year? You know, if you want to, to grow as an African-American community, wouldn't you want those children around? Or wouldn't you want the, the women and men in the African-American community to be better educated on how to <clears throat> not get pregnant when you're not ready to? You know, education is important, right? But it goes along with just like the failing schools. I mean, look at Baltimore County schools, Baltimore City schools, excuse me. The vast majority don't even really reach the, the, the national standard for education. Why is that? Why aren't you asking the mayor that? Why aren't you getting the mayor the hell out of office? Why aren't, you pro- why aren't you at City Hall right now with picket signs uh, with things on them like fix our education system? Why isn't our education system working? Um, why aren't you at the schools being more involved? Why isn't BLM at the schools? Um, why aren't they using you know BLM gets a lot of money, millions, millions in funding. Why don't they use some of that money to prop up the education system? Why don't you use some of that money to pay the teachers a little bit more? Maybe if you pay the teacher a little bit more, you get a little better teacher. Why aren't you using – I got an idea, BLM. Why aren't you using some of that money you get to supply the inner cities with birth control? Why don't you have you know, a, a, a clinic open to, that serves nothing but birth control? We just walk in there and get birth control for free. Why aren't you using some of the money to do that? Why aren't you using any of the funding you get to do anything other than have a nice website and – Talk about things that matter, and they do matter. Look, the BLM movement, it's legit. It's got reasonable concerns, and I think at the end of the day, it's got the best of intentions. But those intentions need to be realized in the form of action with some of your money, your act, the activist. It makes no logical sense to me. I really don't get it, man. Um and so that's a question I think that, that should be asked, and it should be asked by a lot of, of the black community and a lot of the black civic leaders, the pastors, um, the people in higher office. Why aren't there partnerships? Why aren't they being held accountable? If BLM truly is for black lives that matter, then why aren't they being held accountable 
when they're not out there bringing awareness to all black lives, unborn, born, cops, firefighters, grocery store clerks, uh, the gangbangers in downtown Chicago that are shooting each other on a daily basis. I mean, you know, a couple of days ago, we had more than 30, 30 African-American young men shot. Some of them died. Where is, is there a Black Lives Matter <clears throat> um, community activism post? You know, in some of the roughest towns in Chicago, some of the roughest neighborhoods? No, there isn't. Why is that? I, I mean, gosh, you got you to you start asking questions, man. You gotta start holding people accountable who, you know, they created the movement, right, to hold others accountable. So they too have to be held accountable when they're not doing their job. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, guys. We'll be back. Hang tight. We got more to talk about. Lucky us. This podcast is brought to you by Telegraph Local, telegraphlocal.com, the web's only real opinion free breaking news platform. At Telegraph Local, Our team reports and delivers real facts for real reporting. In this day and age, facts are extremely important. Facts matter. Real news matters. The only real place to find these facts is on telegraphlocal.com. So if you, like many, many, many others, are tired of the same misconstrued reality of the world and of the current aggressive political landscape, come on over to telegraphlocal.com. We'd love to have you. Read, comment, share. Telegraph Local, your opinion-free news headquarters. Telegraphlocal.com is a wonderful website that brings you the news that you need, news that matters. 
and the news that everyone needs to hear. Uh, we will be joining you again tomorrow, me, myself, and um, yeah, we'll have a whole bunch of other great topics to talk about then. In the meantime, be safe and be happy. Have a great Monday, you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.